Hi, St. Louis Crossing family. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we had the awesome privilege of listening to the Johnson twins uh, describe their faith journey. And I'm excited uh, that this week we also get to do another interview with uh, someone that's, that's familiar to our church family, uh, Sean Miller. Uh, Sean, uh, why don't you tell us just a little bit about uh, where your faith journey began, and, and uh, we'll just kind of go from there. So uh, I guess uh, sometimes, Tim, I just kind of say it jokingly, but um, my faith journey probably started over a plate of bacon at prayer breakfast. Yeah. And um, so I was invited by Jake and by you and by Adam. I mean, now it's two to three years ago, and, you know, just sitting there and in that gym and it started off in a conference room but eventually we got enough people to move it to it so gym. you were coming when it was just a handful of people yeah it was three four maybe five people at one point in the conference room yeah those were a little uh different and that was a maybe even a little stressful time for somebody coming in for you i mean there you are in a room full of uh, a couple of other people and you didn't know what to expect i'm sure that was a little different for you yeah it was and um I, looking back on it, I know the Holy Spirit was with me then. Mm. And being able to go to somewhere where I was uncomfortable in the short term to be able to really grow with some people that I consider to be my brothers in Christ now, it, it, it's just amazing. Yeah. So when, when, you started ha when, you, when we started that or you started attending that, um, what's, what's some of the things that began to take place in your life? Were there questions or did you get new truth or did God speak to you in a specific way through his word? What, what kind of happened through that process? I guess I just started learning different things through the, the lectures of prayer breakfast and the different short talks that the different leaders did and what you guys would go through and talk about the Ten Commandments and the Lord's Prayer and just learning how to pray to God and yeah. learning about the Ten Commandments and how, what we're supposed to do when we're called to follow Christ. And, you know, that was something that if I wasn't wasn't at those, I don't think I would have ever gotten in a different place unless the Lord led me to it. Yeah, and, and I think that's important for us as a church family to recognize that that there's a lot of ministries that can take place in the church and a lot of important ministries, helping community out, food banks and those kind of things. And I think God calls us to do that, but I think it's really imperative that we understand when we do something, and there's a couple of things that need to happen, we always need to be trying to, to proclaim in some way, uh, communicate the Word of God, and, all, and also lift up uh, Christ, the, the, the main character of the, of the Word, Jesus Christ as our Savior. And I'm not sure it was exactly that strategic on our behalf, but it's, it's definitely components that are always in the back of our mind. So it sounds like the Holy Spirit begin to take this word, the Ten Commandments. It's interesting. That's the law. Yeah. And pretty quickly, I think, uh, at least whenever I studied the law, maybe I don't want to lead you here, but but when we started talking about the law, you, you figure out you can't keep that law. Yeah. I mean, uh, I remember specifically Adam made a statement and he said, you know, not that this is technically what the Bible says, but even if you just tried to follow one of them, we couldn't do it, yeah. much less all ten. And that's just even more of a reason why we need Jesus. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, I think of the Apostle Paul. He talks about the law being our schoolmaster. It, it, the law is teaching us um, that we are in need of a Savior. We also learned that, that, the, uh, that year that the Ten Commandments also have another role. And that's how God's people are to live once they are saved. Obviously, God rescued them out of the, the bondage of Egypt and then told them to live this way. But it's, it's interesting. You can't live that way, as, as Adam said, 
uh, in your own spirit, in your own strength. Yes. And so something else happened. You also spoke about the Lord's Prayer, uh, a little prayer we recite every Sunday when we're gathered together as a church family, right before Sunday school. Uh, what was significant about the Lord's Prayer to you? It was the one prayer that Jesus directly commanded yeah. those following him to pray. Mm -hmm. And they asked him how to pray, and he said, pray like this. Right. And I think that we have to take note anytime Jesus tells us to do anything. I mean, there's significance to that. That's exactly <laughs> and right. So just learning how he wants us to pray and what each little phrase of that prayer meant was so impactful to me. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's really great. So obviously, a couple years later, you're not where you were when you first walked into the church yeah. or first walked into a, some sort of organized function. Um, what happened in the midst of that? What, what happened to you? My love for Christ grew, and, I, and I, wa I wanted to know more. And so I started reading the Bible, and me and a couple of brothers, Jacob and Jordan Johnson, are now... The twins. The twins <laughs> are now reading through the Bible yeah. and playing it a year. And so we're going to finish that here in about a month. And oh, it's been amazing. It's been an amazing journey to go through right. and to read about all the different biblical stories that you maybe hear through VBS and different mediums. But now it's like you're reading them on your own. Somebody else isn't necessarily teaching them to you, except for the Holy Spirit, of course. Right, but right. as you're going through it, you, you learn what, what, what God wants you to do and how we fall short of it and why we need Jesus. So you're, you're talking about that, and I just need to ask you, um, was there a, a moment, a period, was there some, some significant change in your life where... Um, you you said God's up to something in your life, and there there was a change, or yeah. So I think a little over a year and a half ago, um, you preached a sermon on baptism, mm. and I reached out to you after the sermon, and I said, Tim, I want to know more about this. Right. And a week later, we got together at maybe my addiction in Chick Fil A, and you talked to me about it. And I mean, you asked the question, Do you want to take the Lord into your heart and do you want to live for him and I said yes and I mean that day I mean it I, I died to this earth and now I'm living for him and, yeah. wow. and nothing has been the same since that's a that's a powerful image and illustration um and you've learned more about your salvation that's right I know you and I had a, a conversation about that what, what else have you learned uh, since that that day or that that period of time, there's so many things. It's hard to pick out just one, but just I would just say being able to go and to read more, not just in the Bible, but in so many different uh, books that just reflect what the Bible is talking about, and to be able to just sit down and listen to sermons on podcast. I mean, just to be able to grow my knowledge more right. for what Christ wants us to do in our life is something that I never would have thought that I would be doing yeah. three years ago. But. Yeah. That's, yeah. you know, it's it's amazing. It's uh, we never do think yeah. that we're going to do something, and God has a different plan for our life. Uh, Sean, I want to kind of wrap it up with a couple couple of thoughts. Um, first, tell us a little bit about you, where you're at, what's going on, what are you doing. So um, I go to school at Millican University. I am uh, double majoring in finance and information systems, and uh, hopefully I get to uh, at some point study more doctrine, and that, I think that would be really cool, and hopefully that's in my future. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, fantastic. I, I, I just want to ask you, and, I, and I, I've got you on the spot, and for those of you that don't know and are watching this, oh, this is totally unscripted. It is absolutely on the fly here. But if, if I said to you, 
what would you say to the the pre-saved version of the the this, the person that that God was pursuing because God does the pursuing, God does the seeking, right? But for that person out there, they could be sixteen, they could be sixty, they could be ninety. What would you say from where you're at now? Maybe they're not where you are. Uh, do you have? I know I'm putting you on the spot, but but what would you say to that person right now? The Bible. Oh, let, wow. let God work yeah. in your heart, and I. I don't mean for that to sound cliche by any stretch of the imagination, but just read the Bible. I mean, you can start in any book. Read, read Matthew, Mark, read any of the Gospels, Luke or John, and just, just let God work through your heart and ask questions. Ask questions that you may not feel like you should be asking and learn from them. And search for the answers to things that you, you find convicting. Don't sit around on your convictions you know, search for them. We have Google. We can, we can, we can, we can find the answers right. to the questions right. and ask, ask your local pastors and ask, and ask the people in your church for the things you're confused about. But don't wait. Don't wait for tomorrow. So you, you read, and you reached out. Yeah. And by God's sovereign grace and amazing grace, in His providential way, yes. He responded to that because God's faithful to His word. Amen. Sean, thank you so much. Thank you. All right.